Ask anybody here, they'll tell you that this time of year, you're guaranteed to see a lot of wildlife. Oh, Onto yeah. the hot springs. Had to and... walk through the buffalo to get there. <laughs> right down by the entrance, uh, there was a herd of deer, and, and uh, then there was uh, one coyote, uh, and he was limping along. He must have gotten injured in some way. He was keeping his eye on the deer and vice versa. One fairly nice ram. He was broomed off to about three-quarter curl, and he was up right up the base of some little cliffs. He's an old warrior, boy, I'll tell you. Sometimes we saw a bald eagle sitting alone on top of a tree along the uh, Yellowstone River. And this is real lucky here. There's a herd of elk just off the road. That's two male elk. And they're batting their heads. They're, they're uh, knocking their antlers together. Listen. In the summertime, Yellowstone is more like a zoo. Anytime there's a herd of animals, there's 30 cars parked in the middle of the road and dozens of cameras snapping. Most of the beasts have hightailed it up into the hills, you know, away from the commotion. But in the winter, they come down and they hang around the park employees' houses and on the town greens of Mammoth and Gardner, Montana. That's just outside the park. It's like they live here and we're their guests. In the winter, it feels like this land is their property. But it's okay if we come too. Well, thanks for joining me. I gotta get back to town. Yellowstone, miles and miles of wide open land, over two million acres to be precise, just as nature planned them and tended them over the past 45 million years since the first volcano screamed forth and burst loose from the Earth's belly in fury and things were never quite the same again. New wonders happened. Ice froze the Earth with diamond-like glaciers. New volcanoes spewed their mud and guts and left the trees stiff, rigid, as extraordinary specimens of a time long ago. In fact, you can see them for yourself today at a place called Specimen Ridge, right here in the park. It all seems so fantastic, but that's the way it is here. That's what makes Yellowstone so rare and so very special. And that's why people decided to preserve it over a hundred years ago as the world's first national park. The West had begun to happen. Wagon trains and stagecoaches, cattle drives and cowpokes, the Pony Express, dance halls and the like. Things began to get pretty wild out there in that wild, wild west of the 1800s. There was the gold rush, the coming of the Iron Rail. The mines began to wrench the Earth's stomach forward in a dusty, frothy cloud. There was a bust and a boom and a rush and a thunder of people and our progress and our noise until someone finally said, stop.
there must be a place preserved for all to see, for our children and their children and yours, where people can know the world as it was meant to be. Summer in our area doesn't last very long. We always have this kind of standing joke in West Yellowstone that our summers aren't very long. I think last year it was on a Tuesday. Dusty Dunbar, our official trail guide to the seasons and reasons of nature that are Yellowstone National Park. It really is a very short season when you figure how long it lasts everywhere else. But after the green growths and flowers and brush and bushes all have uh, had, to, had the leaves come out, they seem to be very rushed to get all their work done meaning to produce the berries and the blossoms and the seeds before it snows. It's almost like the tuning up of an orchestra. They're all playing at the same time, wham, 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 wham. And they're all trying to hurry up and get these things done.